Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Wednesday morning. Trust everybody has had a wonderful night's rest and uh, unlike me who did not. <laughs> so hopefully I have a lot of trouble with my old acid reflux and uh, uh, just uh, really struggling here lately. I used to just certain foods I ate. Now it don't seem like no matter what I do anymore is I'm struggling with. It's probably where I'm but on so much weight, I have a feeling that's majority of it right there. But, uh, oh, well, uh, good morning, uh, Ed. Hope you're doing well this morning. And, uh, but anyway, hope everybody did well and uh, they're sleeping and ready to hit the day running. And that, uh, it's like somebody had on uh, Facebook yesterday, he said, it's been a long week and it's only Tuesday. So, <laughs> so you may have had a long week and it's only Wednesday. I don't know. But, uh, you know, either way, uh, uh, again, I think a lot of it comes down to a matter of perspective and, uh, uh, you know, it is what you make it. And it's, uh, you know, if you want to have a good day, you can. If you want one person or two, you know, to to dictate how your mood's going to be, well, that's on you. That's still your decision. And uh, sometimes it's easy to let someone get under our skin and allow them to screw our whole day up and uh, upset us. And so we just want to let that go and not let them uh, control how our day goes. And uh, I've worked in a lot of jobs. That's why I can talk about stuff like this. I've unfortunately... Throughout my life, I've had a lot of jobs, and uh, because I just uh, there are a lot of reasons, but uh, uh, and mainly just I think deep down the Lord was uh, uh, trying to guide me into the ministry, and I didn't want to do it. And I was fighting it, and so that's why everywhere I went, I had work. I was miserable and hated every second of it, and uh, and it's uh, so I praise God that I finally relented and. Uh, uh, gave in and uh, the Lord has a good way of uh, rattling your cage and getting your attention sometimes too but uh, uh, so but I just want to uh, encourage you this morning to have a good day and uh, just use today to glorify the Lord and uh, let's just smile know that the victory is ours and let's not let things that we have no control over uh, get in the way of that and uh, you know sometimes we can have uh, uh there are circumstances in our lives we we have no control. See, that's one thing with man. We we uh, we love that control factor, and uh, I saw it no greater than when I was working at the dialysis center because they had no control and they can only allow to drink so much a day or eat so much a day, and uh, there's all steroids and screwed with their emotions. And uh, they thought when I was hooking them up to the machines uh, to draw the fluid off their bodies that uh, that allow them to drink and eat as much as they wanted and we try to explain to them it doesn't work that way and uh well i tell you what uh, i've got a got a good cussing or two <laughs> from these individuals and um you know so uh, again kind of goes back to your matter of focus uh you know we can either focus on the things we can't control or we can focus on the one who is in control and uh, that's god and we and i know i don't mean to sound uh, cliche and use Christian ease, if you will, but we have to let go and let God, and that's all what it boils down to, whether it's uh, the election, whether it's health-related issues, whether it's job-related, whatever it is, we just need to let it go and give it to God. It's hard to do sometimes, it really is, I just like with my kids, having to let them go and just give them to God, because they're growing up, well, my son's 20, he's already grown up, moved out, and uh, my daughter's uh, getting ready to turn 17, and uh, junior in high school, won't be long before she'll be on her way, and old daddy won't be able to have 
control as to where she's at and what she's doing. And uh, I just got to give over to the Lord and just pray for that holy hedge of protection about my children. And that's all any of us can do. So, but and pray for our country. You know, that's you know, it's it's crazy right now. It really is. The the lies from the liberal left media is just mind-boggling. The blatant. Uh, 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 shell game, if you will, to uh, uh, to mislead the the public is just uh, it's unbelievable. It really is. But oh well. Well, let us stand at this time and do our pledge of allegiance. So take off your hats and stand. Place your hand over your heart. And as my wife says, I must start doing now is say attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We serve an almighty God, my friends, and uh, most of you who watch this, I'm sure, are very fully aware of that. But the reason why I make it a point to, to say that uh, is uh, looking under uh, local news uh, postings uh, on social media and the total disrespect to God in the comments and disregard for the Bible uh, that are written there uh, is mind-boggling. And uh, it just, I tell you, of course, a lot of them just trolls. They're just trying to, 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 to rattle you. But to sit there, I get so tired of, of these comments that uh, uh, we believe in a book of fairy tales and uh, erroneous ideas of, uh, of uh, uh, religion being used to uh, uh, propagate violence. Unfortunately, uh, there have been bad people who have used the Bible in wrong ways, but that's not what God has promoted or in what God has wanted. And, and the fact that these people use scripture out of context, uh, it is just, oh my gosh, it's it just blows my mind and then when you try to explain it to them of course they don't want to listen all they want to do is argue and fight and and so it just it, it makes my boiling point uh, kind of like um, uh, when my mom used to use a pressure cooker so we all have known what they're talking about that pressure had this little heavy metal thing that sat on top of that pressure cooker and once the steam rose to a certain level that thing would start whistling it did start that thing would start rattling like crazy well when I read some of these comments and we see these keyboard warriors. See, they would say boo to you in person. Yeah, they'd tuck a tail and hide. In fact, there's several on there. They have a fake name. They have a, a fake uh, profile picture. And so they're such chickens, they can't even use a real face and, and name. And uh, so I want to get my hands on these people. <laughs> I know that's the wrong way and the wrong way of thinking as a Christian. You know, we need to show Christ's love. We need to cool it, and it's it's difficult because I can't stand a coward. If I, if I put anything on Facebook, there's nothing I'm not going to put on there that I won't say to your face. And uh, two, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, let's just say this. I, I've messed up in my, in my time, and I have called people out, <laughs> and I've said things I shouldn't have said and, and wanted to meet them in person, and I shouldn't have done that. That is wrong, and uh, particularly as a Christian, as a pastor, and uh, handle it in the wrong way. But it's just, man, I get so sick of people pushing your buttons online, and they just have a, 
lack of intestinal fortitude to talk to you in person. And so I've I allowed my temper to get out of control. So I try hard to, to scroll on <laughs> and not, not give in to the ignorance and stupidity that is out there. Well, let's look at our scripture this morning. We're looking at Acts chapter 2, verse 3. Acts chapter 2, verse 3. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. All righty. As me old Pepe always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Now we can read on, and we're looking at uh, that um, God's glory coming down upon uh, the disciples, and uh, they start speaking in tongues. Now I'm not going to get into that this morning, and uh, uh, you do not have to speak in tongues to be a Christian. And uh, there's a lot of erroneous ideas. In fact, Paul said that's the least of the gifts, all right? So, in fact, you can even look in the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, I think it's 15, uh, that even talks about, you know, it's not even important. And there, there's a lot of people, uh, particularly within the Christian community, uh, who think that that is something you have to do is uh, speak in tongues. And, and nothing can be further from the truth. I've never spoken tongues. I've heard my dad do it. Uh, and if there's someone stands up in the church and starts to speak in tongues, there has to be an interpreter. So that's just kind of a brief nutshell. Maybe we'll get into a study on that at some point in time. I got a hair or something trying to be crazy in my mustache. Uh, but, um, uh, so maybe we'll get a study on that. You know, we're right now we're going through Hebrews. Maybe we'll do some uh, topical studies after we finish up with this book of Hebrews. And maybe that might be one of them. But uh, those people try to force it, uh, try to say yabba dabba do. God, it's insanity. It's crazy. Uh, the people that try to think that uh, makes you a better Christian, man. That's just crazy. So uh, nothing be further from the truth. So that's, that's not the point of today's study. Uh, so I'm not going to really get into some detail on that. But I kind of gives you a brief overview, very brief overview uh, on that. What we see here is uh, God's Shekinah glory. Now, you may not see that word Shekinah in uh, uh, in the Bible. What that's referring to is God's dwelling, all right? God's dwelling that come down um, upon uh, the disciples. and uh, But we also see God's dwelling uh, with the children of Israel, where he appeared as a, a pillar of smoke uh, during the day to lead them, uh, provided light as, as fire at night. Uh, to uh, to guide them as well, so we see that's so when we see that God's dwelling, and uh, among them. But here's the thing, you know, of course we see that society is completely out of control. It's gone bonkers, okay. And uh, I don't think it takes a real Einstein to see that. Amazing how the liberal left and the media uh, refuse to call it out for what it is. Domestic terrorism, uh, what they're doing is 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 completely wrong. This is not peaceful protesting, and I have to use my words carefully. What I would like to see happen, <laughs> let's just say, uh, I wish there could be a group of individuals to give them a very good lesson. And it could be a very painful one, but I think it's necessary. But I'll leave it at that. I think you get what I'm saying. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, uh, but it, it doesn't, you know, the, the society, culture, the world will change. All right. And uh, it always has. It's going to evolve. And, and it's not always evolving in a good direction. All right? We're seeing that now. Uh, you know, and, and I said this years ago. Uh, it's not that homosexuals want uh, equality. They want superiority. And now it has gone beyond uh, their rights in the, in the bedroom, uh, for, if you will. But um, now that they, uh, uh, they want to, to push this agenda 
uh, in school systems. They're coming after our children now. And not only are they trying to push their alternative lifestyles on these and to indoctrinate our kids, uh, but now they're trying to say that love has no age to encourage pedophilia. So, I mean, you see the, 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 the sexual rampant. And so now you have these kids uh, are that now that you can no longer say boy or girl, male or female. Now you have to have uh, non-binary or or uh, transgender or all this craziness, man. There ain't 32 flavors of, of uh, sexuality. You're either man or woman, you know. So we see that society is evol- is, is 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 going beyond uh, evil and wrong of Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, I, I can only imagine that we are only at the epicenter of evil right now. But the one thing that doesn't change is God. God is what is known as immutable, okay? And God does not change. Uh, for something to uh, to change, all right, uh, it, you have to have uh, something that uh, happens before time, before the time of that happens or after the time of that happens. But see, God is outside of time. And that's why he is immutable. That's why we see his omniscience. God does not change. And for for uh, for someone to change, uh, they have to have a new thought or idea to change them for the good or for the worse. And um, and so where God is all knowing and all powerful, uh, there's nothing new for Him to learn to have to change. Now we have some uh, several verses uh, to back that what I'm talking about up. First, you can look at James one. Uh, let's see here, uh, verse. Um, uh, hold on here, my goodness. Um, Oh my goodness, it's James 1. I know it's James 1. Where's my, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Hold on here. I apologize. I think it's 17. See, every good gift, every perfect gift from above. Father wise with whom is no. Oh yeah, verse 17. I'm sorry, James 1, 17. I wanted to be sure. Uh, it didn't look right for some reason at first glance, but James 1, 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variables, vari- variableness, neither shadow or turning. In other words, again, explaining God's immutability. And then you can also look over here in Numbers 23, verse 19, says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent, hath he said, and shall he not do it, or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? So again, talking about how God is not man that he should change his mind. Uh, and so, you know, I think a lot of people think that, and there's this the, this erroneous theology out there, uh, that they think that um, God changes his plans uh, in accordance to what we do. In other words, God doesn't know what we're going to do, and so that when we make a decision or we react to something, then God uh, adjusts his plan accordingly. That's craziness. God is, uh, again, outside of time. He knows past, present, and future. He knows what we're going to do before we do it. Uh, just like when we sin and mess up. You know, again, you know, some of my ears say, uh, we need to hate sin. We need to abhor sin. We don't need to make uh, excuses for sin. We need to hate it as God hates it. But understand, God knows what you're going to do before you do it. And when we sin, it's not like God goes, oh my gosh, look what Matt did. No, it, it's like, you know, he knew I was going to do it uh, uh, long before I ever thought I was going to. But God's grace is sufficient and God forgives me. And then when I repent of those sins, I pray that God will forgive me and I can trust the fact that I, that he will forgive me and he has set me free from that sin. 
But the old devil wants to see that's when the battle continues because when you ask for forgiveness, Lord, I'm sorry, I wish I'd have done that. That's when the battle still continues on, and that's when the old devil wants to get in your head and say, look what you've done. Boy, you're sorry. You're supposed to be a Christian. Look at what you did. You should have resisted that. You must not be saved. And that's when the battle keeps going. You're still struggling to uh, to fight that, that guilt. But we have to understand the victory has, is over. We've done as for forgiveness. It has been forgiven. God has let that go and, and is no longer going to bring that up against us again. And uh, But that's why we have to continue to fight. But even though societies want to change, even though culture will change, God is 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 immutable. He does not change. And uh, you know, a lot of people they you know they want to say, well, what's true for you is not true for me. They think truth is relative, but truth is not relative just because you don't want to because you don't choose to believe in that truth. But the fact of the matter is, we know that God's word uh, is inspired, right? And for those who may be watching, there's somebody out there watching and doesn't know what what does that mean that God's word is inspired? It means God breathed, literally breathed his word into these men that wrote God's word. And so it doesn't mean that um, they were some robotic automatons and they were just blindly just, you know, you've seen like these uh, uh, movies or TV shows where someone is uh, possessed or or um, something is tuck, tuck over them and uh, they close their eyes and put a piece of paper there and they're just rotting like this, you know, and they look and they say, oh, he's saying that Timmy is stuck in a well, you know, something stupid. It's not like that. God allowed their personalities to come through. That's why when we look at the first four Gospels uh, in the New Testament, uh, you see the same account, but it seems a little different because they're looking at different points of views. Just like if I was uh, witnessing a, an accident, Ed, who's watching this morning, he witnessed an accident. Uh, my wife witnessed an accident. Well, the police says, well, okay, look what happened. Well, the truth would still be there, but our point of view may be a little different. And so that's why we see that that differing in the accounts of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and or as he walked the earth uh, in the first four Gospels. So they're looking at it from different perspectives. And uh, we know that the Bible is true because we look at all the prophecies that have been fulfilled. And I've told you this before, when it comes to the, just even, even one, one prophecy, not to mention all the prophecies that have come to fruition and those who, that are still yet to come, just for one. Uh, it would be as if I, you know, and I've told you this before, and we want to sound like a broken record, but it would be like if you filled uh, the state of Texas knee-deep with coins and you flew me over a helicopter, threw a coin out there and dropped me off and said, find that coin, that is the chances of one prophecy coming true. And yet we see prophecy after prophecy after prophecy. 400 years before even Christ was even born, that prophecy fulfilled. We see all this stuff coming to pass. And so uh, that the Bible in itself has proved itself. And so we know that if the Bible is true and real, we know that Jesus historically, historically, secular history proves that Jesus Christ walked this earth. If you want to discount the Bible, secular history proves that Jesus walked this earth. He was not just some good prophet, as, as Islam would dictate to say, and uh, or you know the the uh, or even the the cult of the Mormons they would try to, to say the same thing that Jesus is just a uh, just a prophet because they think that everybody's going to be the god of their own world and women get to eternally have birth isn't that something that women would love to just dive into but we'll save that again for another day 
so if we know that even secular history proves that Jesus Christ walked this earth, they didn't understand the miracles that he was performing. They referred to it as his great magic. Uh, I think as uh, uh, Josephus as uh, one of the secular writers. Um, and I try to think and Tertullian was another one. And um, I try to think there was one more. But uh, so we know that if Jesus Christ walked this earth, he was and is the son of God. So then that proves to me that God is the God of the Bible. We see that truth. We see that reality. God always was, always has been. And so, you know, there's, of course, there's always that, that question as, uh, well, who created God? Well, God's always, was always been here. He's always, you know, uh, just, he's always existed. Now, there, there's questions out there that I can't answer. That don't, you know, we won't understand until we get on the other side of heaven. But there is only one way through to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ alone. You can't get through to heaven through your good works. You can't get to heaven through uh, protesting. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's not going to be people in front of, there's not going to have Antifa in front of the gates of heaven and uh, protesting until they let them in. That's not, that's not how it's going to work. There's not a a, a, a purgatory. There's, you know, the people think that you can pray your way out of purgatory and go into heaven. It doesn't work that way. And God's word clearly says to when you immediately from death, you're in the presence of God. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. There's no uh, no, no spirits wandering around trying to make good out of a wrong life or haunting people. Uh, that is just pure demonic entities is all that is. There's no such thing as ghosts. Uh, it's just bogus, man. And you may laugh. You may uh, make mock and make fun of me. That's on you, man. I'm just telling you what Scripture says. And so you're either in heaven or you're in hell. And it doesn't matter if, you, if you're if you an Antifa member. It doesn't matter if you're a Hindu. It doesn't matter if you're Islam. It doesn't matter if uh, uh, you're benevolence. The only way to heaven is repenting of your sins, accepting Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. And, and uh, that is the only way you're going to make it into the presence of God and into the gates of heaven. That's the only way. But that's why we have to keep our eyes. See, the point is here this morning, we can... Uh, follow the flow of society and what culture is saying is, is, is what is right in their eyes or we can follow after God who is immutable, who does not change and follow after God's word and follow after, and keep our eyes on him. And so as a result, we will be outsiders. They will not understand that. They will see us as uh, these younger, as generation, uh, what is it now, Z, I think it is, and uh, there's another... Uh, what is it? Uh, well, there's another name for this other generation coming up. My mind's gone blank on me, but you get the point. They don't uh, think that uh, uh, the Bible is just, they think it's just archaic. It doesn't apply. They are known as the nothings because they don't believe in anything. Scary, you know. And uh, But we have to, as Christians, brothers and sisters of Christ, we've got to keep our eyes on God. No matter what society says, no matter what man may say, we have to do what God's word tells us and what God is telling us and leading us to do. And uh, and that's why it's important and imperative that where God's word tells us to be the salt of the earth, that the that's why the, the world is losing its flavor, so to speak, because not enough Christians are being that salt. And not enough Christians are being that light in the world of darkness. Too many Christians, can't, you can't tell, as I've said before, you can't tell there's between them and the world. That's why we have to keep our eyes on God. He doesn't change. And the world will look at us like we got two heads. They will hate us. And Jesus said, they will hate you, but they first hated me. They're going to hate you for his name's sake. So my friends, we have to keep stay the course. We've got to keep our eyes on God. He doesn't change. 
So remember that today as you're going out and about. No matter what coworkers say, school buddies may say, your online friends may say, we have to trust and do what God says because we know that this is the truth and Jesus Christ is the way and the life. Let us have a word of prayer. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your good word this morning. Uh, Lord, thank you uh, for your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. Help us, Lord, to stay on the right path. Help us keep our eyes clearly focused on you and not be distracted by those things and events that are going on in the world. Help us to strive to have that mind of Christ and never stop growing and learning. Lord, if anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them say this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, as I pray each morning that you will be with uh, this nation, that you will heal this divide, uh, this racial division, uh, that you'll bring peace and bring people together. Lord, let people come to know you like never before. Touch their hearts and minds. Open their eyes. Uh, remove this blindness uh, that the God of this world has caused and illuminate them. And Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with my neighbor, uh, Cindy, and I pray that uh, you'll bring healing upon her, that you'll guide the doctors and bring her to full and complete health. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and uh, be with him as he's healing. Uh, be with my dad, bring uh, healing upon him. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with uh, Linda Feathers, David Feathers, Roger Winters, and I pray to say a special prayer for Ron and Thelma Thompson. Lord, be with our uh, police officers, Lord, let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated, and bring protection about them. Be with our president, give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and discernment in these difficult times. And Lord, uh, protection by him and his family. And Lord, please let our election uh, turn out to be a good one. And Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and girls uh, for watching this morning. Uh, Mr. Ed says, if we aren't hated, what... May that say about how we are living. That's true, sir. Very, very true. All righty, my friends. In closing, as always, if you were watching this and you would like to share these devotions with your friends here on Facebook, you can find me at Dr. Young 77 uh, If you've got friends or family that might want to watch these live devotions, they can always find me on our website at flbconline.com. And they can watch live on there as well. And if they don't want to do that, then after I finish these devotions, I upload these to YouTube. And you can watch there at Dr. Matthias Show. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. Audio only, free of charge. You can listen to all the devotions, all of our sermons uh, right there yeah, anytime you want to. As you're working out or working or out and about or around your house, go ahead and check that out. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day. Don't forget to tune in uh, this evening at, uh, uh, at 7 o'clock for our Wednesday evening study. And it'll be online service only at 7 o'clock. And uh, so I hope pray that you guys will come on and we'll listen and tune in as we continue our study in Hebrews. And it's uh, been a great study. And uh, I'm looking anxious and looking forward to tonight. Hope you are too. So uh, remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.